the Flat Earth Expert, Dave Wise. Thank you so much for coming on to our podcast today. This is a very new topic for me, something I've never considered until it was brought to my attention, but I'm anxious to learn. Thanks for coming on, Dave. It's uh, pretty cool. We're a new show, and uh, we're really excited to learn more about Flat Earth. What is your, uh, what is all, just, what is your, all of your views on Flat Earth? Like right now, someone says, uh, I got a thousand dollars for you. Is the earth flat or is it a globe? What are you going to say? So three weeks ago, I would have put I, the way I look at it. I would have <laughs> You're said a flat earth there already next. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you know, you know, what's funny is I have a whole list of things to talk about and only a couple of them like are defending the globe now. And I have about a thousand things here to talk about why it's flat. So it's not really taking me long, but I think Jedi is, uh, she's still a hundred percent glober. Yeah. This is so new to me. I mean, I'm coming here from a place of a student. So I am interested to yeah. hear about the flat earth theory. Well, it's not the theory. The, the globe Earth is the, is the theory. The flat Earth is provable. The globe Earth, the only thing, is, the question is, how, when were you introduced to the globe? How old were you when you were introduced to the globe? And what did they show you other than cartoons? And the answer is, before you could talk and know, that's all they showed you was cartoons. There's nothing about the globe that makes any sense. And they've brainwashed us into not being able to see that. But I can tell, just by the look in your eyes and the sound of your voice and your friends around you, that you are going to see it today. And before this show is over, you're going to know that you don't live on a globe and you're going to lose the respect of your family and friends, but that's only temporary. Okay. <laughs> well, actually, I haven't lost any friends yet. Uh, uh, David, um, Hayden is actually a disciple of yours. You're, you are his idol. So I told him you could come on and kind of watch. I've seen like all your interviews. All right. Well, that's a lot, man. <laughs> no, I'll, I, listen, I'm going to go. You can do it for me. You got this. <laughs> This is easy. Uh, not, you know what's amazing? Easy. Flat Earth is the, it's, once you get over, you know, the, the misconception, like people think Flat Earthers are crazy. So one of our guys going around with the kids and he's on a, on a tour around the United States. He's been going for five months and he gets his microphone out and his speaker and he goes to, you know, to the big areas, boardwalks. He was in uh, Union Square in New York City the other day and he just starts preaching Flat Earth and people gather around and he says, you know, people say you're crazy. He goes, okay. I've got a hundred dollars. I'm going to ask you three questions about your globe model. And they're really easy. The first one is how many times does the earth spin in one day? Do you know that most of the people get that wrong? Okay. It goes around once a day. Yeah. Right. The next question is uh, what's the diameter or the circumference of your earth? They don't know. What's the or speed, the speed that it orbits the sun. They don't know. How far is the sun? They don't know. How many times bigger is the sun than the moon? They don't know. They don't know anything, but we're crazy. Okay. Flat Earth, there's no more about the ridiculous globe model than, than the people that defend it. Because the people that defend it, the only reason they're defending it is because they're brainwashed. They're, 
they're convinced of nonsense and they've never seen any proof of it other than universal pictures spinning a globe before they even knew what the globe could possibly look like. Once you see this, you're finished. There's no going back, right? So the first thing is very simple. What is the flat earth, right? If you Google flat earth, you're going to end up here. This is the flat earth society. The flat earth society is a government run disinformation site to gatekeep your mind and to make you laugh at flat earth and never look at it again. We're not a disc. We're not a pancake floating in space with other ball planets or even other flat planets. No flat earther believes that. They want you to think um, that that's what flat earth is because if that's what that earth, if I thought this is what flat earth was, you, you have a right to call me a moron because that's not what it is. So if it's not a pancake floating in space, what is it? And the answer is the earth, the way I, the best way I describe it is the earth is a, an extended flat plane with hills and valleys and, and whatnot. And we live what I call in the Antarctic basin, right? Here's our world pond. Think of it as just a big ass pond. And it has a bunch of islands. We call them continents. And all of them islands are surrounded by water, but all of the water needs a container. And that container is Antarctica. Antarctica is the highest land on earth. Did they teach you that in school? I don't <laughs> think so. Okay. <laughs> we live in the Antarctic basin. Large bodies of water at rest lay flat. And the earth, as they say, is 70% water. I think it's more than that. Um, how many stretches of flat water does it take to make a sphere? Um, the answer is... That's a ridiculous question. Yeah. So that's where we live. So um, who wants to ask a question first? Because I could take this anywhere we go. <laughs> All right. So I get a, we get a bunch of stuff, but it's funny you mentioned that you learned this when you're really, really young because I asked my daughter. No, I didn't learn this when I was really young. No, I'm I saying think? we. No, no, I'm saying we learned it was a globe. When oh we were yeah, really yeah, young. yeah. Before you can talk, right? Yeah, right. so, I bet. I bet if you go back and you ask your parents, a mo they probably had a a solar system mobile over your crib, right? Right, right. right. You get toy rockets. You get NASA on the on the sheets. You get um, you know, Sesame Street has astronauts on it. Um, it it's all globe programming. And the one of the first worksheets you bring home from school is the orbits of the planets and the moons. Right. So I do want to play a clip for you. I had my seven-year-old. I said, I want you to be in my podcast. She said, no, no, I'm not doing that. I said, no, no, I'm just going to ask you two questions. I'll let you think about it right now. Tell me when you're ready. And the yeah. two questions are, what are the two things you can tell me about the earth? It can be anything. And this is what she said. I think Joe's going to pull up. There. It can be any okay. two things. Okay. Okay. I want you to tell me two things that you know about earth. It can be any okay. two things. Okay. Okay. Um, the Earth is not flat. It's a big globe. Okay. The Earth has more water than grass. Okay. So you think you think the the Earth is a big globe? Yes. Why do you think that? Hmm. Just because you learned that? No, I just know it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she didn't even, yeah, she's, her first thing was it's not flat, too. You know, you know we, go, we come across people, you know, our age, older, you know, just adults, and you, you mention flat earth to them, like, oh, you're crazy, you know, and some of them, some of them are like, well, tell me more. Other people are like, get out of here, you know, because they, they have to unwind their entire life, their entire life being a lie, and a lot of people can't do that. It's easier to lie to somebody than to convince them they've, that they've been lied to, and uh, you want to see of something 
go ask a 10 year old somewhere, you know, somewhere in that range, age range, uh, they'll chop your head off if you tell them the earth is flat. They're like, no, it's not. And they start spewing all the same stuff. Boats over the horizon. They figure the Greeks figured it out. They, they're programmed. Like they know that better than anything else. But once you look at it, you know, it, it's, it's absolutely ridiculous. You know, and the biggest thing I've taken out of this, I don't know where I stand yet on globe or flat, <laughs> is that we definitely listen to what people tell us way too much without thinking about it for ourselves. Right. Yeah. When Bill Lye, the line guy with a bow tie, he was a failed comedian, and, and, and Neil deGrasse Tyson, who's a failed actor, neither one of them are scientists. Um, they're, the, they're the spokesmen. They're the actors that just tell us all this nonsense. You know, One of the questions we ask people is, What's the official shape of the earth, according to mainstream science, a sphere or an oblate pair, like a pear shaped oblate spheroid. And people say a sphere. No, they tell us it's a pear shape, right? It's they change their story every friggin' day. And we keep making them move the globe post um, by exposing their lies. You know, Neil deGrasse Tyson says, Oh, you can't see the curvature at the commercial airline flight. You have to be 70,000 feet. So, and they show us a MIG fighter and they show a curved earth, but all the windows are curved. But one of the cameras wasn't looking through a curved window and there's a horizon eye level. And he goes, oh no, you can't see it there. You, can't, you have to go up to 100,000 feet. And so we send a balloon up to 120,000 feet and uh, it's flat, right? And then Felix Baumgarten, Baum, Baumgartner, um, whatever his name is, I never get it right. Um, mm. He, the, the Red Bull space jump, he went up and he saw the curvature, you know? And, this, and th- then uh, we exposed that this is a fisheye lens. We looked at all of these little rivers and, and land features. This is all New Mexico. Did you know New Mexico covered a half, a quarter of the planet? Okay. It's a fisheye lens. Fisheye lenses bend things. It's flat. And then Neil comes out and says, oh, you Felix couldn't see the curve. That was a fisheye lens. You know, the, the earth is too big. You can't see it. What do we have to go? You know, but, but we can see boats go over the horizon, right? They, we, they, right. you know, their math tells us at 10 miles, there should be 66 feet of curvature. It's 10 miles, 10 miles, 66 feet of curvature. That's crazy. That's their math though. And I could sit down at the beach, could take my super zoom camera, zoom in on a buoy that's 11 miles away. I can see the buoy and I can see the surface of the water for dozens of miles beyond the buoy. Okay. That's impossible. <laughs> I can see 130 kilometers down the range here in Alice Springs. 130 miles. You know what the curvature of that is? <laughs> kilometers. Yeah, well, 130 <laughs> kilometers. How many miles yeah. is that? It's probably like 80 or so, I would say. Yeah. Um, yeah. So 80 miles, that's a huge amount of curvature. Um, yeah. there, there's, there's so many, there's endless, endless um, proofs. You know, submarines sitting at the bottom of the abyssal plain can see another submarine <laughs> over 100 miles away. There should be a mountain of dirt in between them over a mile high. What is it? The, the sonar goes over, hits the submarine, and then comes back. That's that's insanity, okay? There's no excuse for it. How about, the earth is yeah. Wait, hang on. I got a call uh, from legal real quick. Uh, just wanted to point out uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson has a BA in physics from Harvard and a PhD in astrophysics from Columbia. Just want to put that out there just to... You can throw it out there, but it's a bull BS degree. It's a BS degree. It's an honorary degree, right? He, the guy doesn't, we even asked him um, about the curvature formula. He doesn't even know what the curvature formula of earth is. Okay. Which is eight inches yeah. per mile squared. Very simple formula. Okay. Had no idea. The guy is an actor. He's a failed actor. 
I mean, astrophysicist has to be the only job where like he probably he's never been to space, obviously. You know what I mean? <laughs> no one's been to space. <laughs> but if you look in that so all you have to do is NASA yeah. and on the you have to catch them faking space once and then you can unwind it to everything they do is fake, right? So the, there's so many times they screw up on the international fake station. Uh it's it's unbelievable. We get them caught hanging on wires, you know, taking uh green screenshots, playing with CGI objects. Um, but one day they got a fresh lemon on the on the space station, and look, it's not real. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a cgi it's it's uh it's called augmented reality where they're they're um they're not they're they're manipulating um things that aren't <laughs> real okay so there there you know here's um here's don pettit and he's showing how he made a cup out of a piece of plastic and tape that he's drinking coffee out of but watch the coffee gets out of sync with the bag. He's on, a, he's on a, a zero G plane, so it is floating, but look, bam, the CGI coffee got out of sync with the bag. So stuff like this happens all the time and they, and they always go, oh, it's cosmic rays. That's what, you know, there's cosmic, what? Cosmic, cosmic rays? rays? Yeah, that's their, that's, their, <laughs> that's their answer. This woman's talking to kids. This ball, this beach ball is filled with helium. It floats. This is not real. Watch again. It's not here. And now it's there and now she's manipulating it. It's called augmented reality and she's manipulating these CGI objects and they're rendering them in real time. This is not even secret technology. This is stuff here. They do it in movies all the time. Um, and that's how they do it. That's how, that's one of the ways they, they do things um, out there. Watch this guy's head. It's transparent. They're, they're editing him into this scene. I don't know if he's hanging from wires, if he's on a zero G plane, but look, why his head's transparent right there? Yeah. Yeah. I I read on one of your other podcasts that you think that NASA and Disney are the same company. Absolutely. They're, they all work <laughs> together. I mean, this guy, this guy, he was holding the helium balloon, but he was holding it too tight. He squeezed some of the helium out of it and he dropped it and it fell down. And watch her. She's like, no, 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 don't look, don't look. Watch. He drops it. Everyone reaches in. She's like, no, 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 go, stop, go away. Right. Because um, things shouldn't fall down. If right. you're on the space station, there's no gravity. There's no right. gravity. And what, one time they were, the guy was showing something in the bathroom and he went for a screw and he dropped it and boom, it fell to the floor, it hit the floor and you saw him look down and go for it. And so we exposed that. And then they, I think it was, I think it was one in Neil's videos, they were talking about it and they're like, sometimes the space station hits a pocket of gravity. A pocket <laughs> of gravity? They can make up anything they want because, you know, you can make up anything you want and then there's nothing anyone could do about it. You just make, make it up. Don't believe it. I mean, yeah, people Jedi. believe anything. It's un I, it's unreal. I mean, look at these guys. They're in space. For why does why do they always have these utility belts on? Like, what is shoved in his pants? What, what is going on here? Right? Look at look at their shirts. They always have fresh, clean, pressed shirts. And why are they buttoned up to the top like a friggin' priest? Right? These guys are clearly hanging from waist harnesses. Right. When these guys do flips, if you're on the space station and you go like this to do a flip, you're not going to pivot at the waist. You're going to go tumbling through space and, you know, and twisting and turning all over the place. But when, when these guys do um, do these flips, they they rotate. Here's a woman on wires. They rotate um, from their hips. This is the, the system that they use. It's called the Argos system. And this is how they train for spacewalks. 
kind of looks like the same thing to me, right? This guy's hanging from wires, moving around. He's supposedly right. in space. This is nonsense, right? This is in a zero G plane. I mean, they only show you for like 10, 20 seconds because that's all the, yeah. free, the free fall time that they have. But when they do these flips, here's our friend again with the ball. Um, <laughs> these guys, look, harness right there. The wires are going up. You can actually see the wire. There was, there was actually one that was just exposed the other day. We actually saw the wire. Um, and this guy, you know, they're pivoting at the waist. This guy couldn't lift up his knees. This guy, the wire <laughs> slipped and he fell. Okay. But it's the same thing. You don't just float. You don't pivot um, like that. You know, if you're going to do a flip, you're going to do, a, you're going to, you're going to fly around if you're on the space station. I mean, they're so horrible at it. I'm better at it. Look, <laughs> I'm floating on the space station. It's that easy. And my budget's zero. NASA gets $65 million a day. Every day, probably including leap year. Right? Oh my the, goodness! The, the thing I don't understand is so you have like uh, Chris Jericho, Kyrie Irving, these people. Why don't they use their platform to say more than just "I'm a flat earther"? Why don't they make like a clip? Go check this out. Well, I know Chris you- doesn't say he's a flat earther. He pushed out a bit too. They're, <laughs> they're having me back on again, but I've only done his uh, his podcast. Um, I've only done his podcast. Uh, t- Three, I've done three times, but it's only been audio. So I'm trying to get him on a, a show like this so I can really flat smack the crap out of him. Um, he knows, but he's he plays, you know, he doesn't want to cause any waves. You know, the yeah. WWE is part of the deception. Vince McMahon, he knows the earth is flat. You know, they make comments all, all the time. You've seen the predictive programming in uh, WWE, right? With like 9-11 and everything. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's unreal. So- these these people high up in these in these big corporations they know they know so all these podcasts i've been listening to mostly your podcast it just makes me think of different things like there's a place have you been to the berkshires yeah uh the in mount graylock you can see five different states there's one right. in the the cat skills you can see five and there's one in like nashville well, you can the see earth is seven so big, states you can't see the curvature that's what they'll say but you know but you use their math, it doesn't work. It, it doesn't work whatsoever. If you, um, if you look, think about an airplane, you know, the high, a six foot tall person standing at the edge of calm water can only see three miles and the horizon will drop below his eye level because there's a six foot drop at three miles. So after that, you can't see there's your tangent line, there's your physical horizon, which we've proven there is no physical horizon. It doesn't exist. The horizon's optical. So if you're at an air, if you're at 39,000 feet, the horizon's 242 miles away. So 242 miles away, there's a 39,050 foot drop. Okay. Well, I'm at 39,000 feet. There's a 39,000 foot drop. If I was on the ground, that's how much the drop would be, but I'm 39,000 feet in the air. So the drop is 78,050 feet. But if you're on an airplane and you're flying straight and level, look out the left window, look out the right window, the horizon's there at your eye level, draw a line, it comes right between your eyes because it's at eye level. And you have to believe that that horizon is 78,000 feet below you. 78,000 feet is higher than the U-2 spy plane flies, okay? If you're on a ball, the horizon should drop as you go up. It doesn't. It just extends farther and farther. Now, sometimes it looks a little bit lower, like the ball trolls. But like right here, 
the horizon could be really past there. It's just the air is so thick looking across it, it becomes sky, right? It becomes, it, when I say it becomes sky, it's when you're, when you're looking into the distance, um, things get dimmer and dimmer and dimmer, duller and duller until you can't see anymore. Um, it just blocks, it just blocks your view. Like here, here's a mountaintop, it's getting lighter, 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 lighter. And there's another mountaintop out here, but you can't see it. So it just looks like sky. So you think this is your ball horizon, but it's not. It's just an optical, an optical effect. So I was talking to one of my friends about this the other day. He was in the military and he said, no, it's a ball because when I was a sniper, you have to play for the curvature of the earth. That That's can't possibly ridiculous. be true, right? No, right. so you can play for wind and you can play for drop, right? But right, you can't, right. so imagine this, you're a sniper and you got, you got a, you know, you got your guy right in the sight and you're like, okay, I got him. I'm going to go like this and then hook the bullet around. What? That's insanity, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to turn the scope. So my, so I'm pointing over there when I'm trying to shoot over there. It, it's the dumbest thing. And here's the other thing. What about hot air balloons? How come those just hover above the earth? They're disconnected from the earth. How come they're not having Coriolis? And here's a question for you. Well, they say, because it's already disconnected from the earth, the bullet is connected to the earth as it's going through the barrel. So it, it has the spin. This is what they say. So here's a question for you. How about a sniper shooting from a hot air balloon? Does he have to, does he have to account for Coriolis? <laughs> <laughs> I know, huh? Jedi, what's yeah. your biggest thing? Don't bother thing trying to think about it. It's the dumbest thing ever. Yeah. Go ahead, Jedi sorry. Jedi, what's your biggest thing that you're having trouble with that you want to stay a baller that you haven't trouble I, getting I over? I don't know. I mean, like I said, I, my mind is blown away. I didn't know how yeah. intense this was. So I'm like yeah. taking in everything. Here's the thing. You, <laughs> you've never thought about why you think it's a ball because you were told before you can exactly. process. You, your whole world foundation is on it. And here's the problem. People are like, oh, I don't want to deal with this. It's emotionally going to hurt me. Your brain hates, uh, you know, emotion, uh, like mental pain or, or emotional pain. Yeah, you don't want to deal with that. You'd like to build a world around you that's safe, you know, and you live within this world belief, you know? And uh, and and when you do this, I'm ripping the rug out from underneath you. But the, the good point is I'm putting a foundation under you. You're no longer on a spinning speck flying through an infinite space vacuum where an asteroid could take you out every other day. NASA keeps telling us, asteroid missiles, the size of a bus, size of a refrigerator. Baloney, there are no asteroids. It's all nonsense. We live here within the Earth system. We're protected. There's no other space balls, nothing. All of that is nonsense. But what's nonsense. interesting, doing some research, that, that China actually believed that the world was flat. Well, everybody, how about this? Everyone knew the Earth was flat in the 1920s. Did you see my interview with Ruth? 102-year-old woman. She was, uh, I was interviewing her about the World's Fairs because she had gone to the World's Fairs as a child in New York. And uh, her memory was so good. She was so sharp. <clears throat> I said, you know, ask her where she went to elementary school. She knew the teacher, the school, the name, the kids, the street, everything. And I said, what did they teach you in science about the Earth? And she goes, they taught me the earth was flat, but then later they changed it, you know, in some, and in, in my, as she got up through school. And that was in the 1920s at Hamden public school, not a, not a religious school, a public school. Right. And so then we did more research and we actually found a woman in Croatia that said in the 1930s, all the schools were teaching flat earth. And then we found newspaper articles in the early 1900s, New York journal, which is now the New York times. Um, persecuting teachers for trying to teach heliocentrism, which is the ball model. 
Why okay? did they change Perf it? Because they change it. It's all about control, right? There, 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 there's two, there's two major reasons why they're changing it. Um, so, so real quick, if the earth is a pond like this, what's out here? What's out here in this outer space? Well, no one's allowed to go beyond 60 degrees south. It's off limits to everybody, except you You can take a little uh, vacation. It'll cost you 20, 30, 40, $50,000 to go for a couple of days. They take you here, they show you some penguins, some ice, and then they kick you out. No independent, no, you can barely get off the boat. You're not allowed to explore out here. And, uh, and there's, there's so much secrecy out there, but what's out there? Maybe there's more land. Maybe this is Antarctica and there's more land. There's some stories. There's one story, it's called the Iron Republic. Um, and it was written in the uh, late 1800s, early 1900s um, about um, a boat that made its way through an opening in Antarctica, was lost at sea, found this other land. And there was, intel there was people out there with advanced technology, flat screens, electric cars, hovering craft, all sorts of stuff. And this was like in 1901, this was written. I, th I think it was 1901, give or take. And um, stuff, technology that we don't even have today, some of the stuff they were describing in this. So this is a story about people in the 1600s that didn't like tyranny. There was tyranny going on. So they picked up and they left and they moved outwards. They moved to the outer space, to the extra terra, the extra territory. So you might consider them an extraterrestrial from outer space. Right so here on like Earth. Another dimension? No, it's right here. Oh. We live in this pond. We're looking straight down. And this is just the, the pond out here. And there's another sun and a moon that circle around out here. Our sun and moon circle in here. It also, it could be, there could be multiple rings. The farther out you go, the more technological it is. That's where the Mayans might be and the Aztecs and all of these people that just disappeared. Atlantis. Let me show you um, <laughs> real quick. Yeah, Atlantis. So this is this is uh, this is how it works. So we're looking down at the Earth. It's the this is the flat Earth, Sun, Moon, and Zodiac clock app. The Sun is the hour hand, but it's right off. It's not pinned to the hour hand right now because we're in daylight savings time. That's a joke. Daylight savings time is to throw us off because we are connected to the Earth. You can't live off of the Earth. Okay, you can go on a plane for a little while, but if you're on a plane for like 15 hours, you're a wreck when you get off of it. You can't live without being connected to the Earth. Okay, so this inner circle, this yellow line is the Tropic of Cancer. Right now, the sun is over the Tropic of Cancer. So we look, it's hot in Miami, it's hot in Mexico, Southern California, because the sun is right over them. It passes, wherever the sun is, it's noon. And so it's super hot. But at the same time, Australia is having their winter, right? The outer Southern lands have their winter because the sun is farther away. They're out here, the sun's all the way in here. Right, so Southern Australia, it's friggin' winter, it's snowing. But if I jump the sun six months forward, it goes out to the Tropic of Cap Capricorn, and now they're having their summer, we're having our winter because the sun's farther from us, closer to them. Oh, here's a, a simple way to describe it. Two of us are sitting outside, it's freezing cold, freeze, 30 degrees, whatever, winter, snow on the ground, and we're 20 feet apart, okay? And then somebody comes over, one of us, with a big heat lamp, right? And they're holding a heat lamp 10 feet, 15 feet over our heads. You can feel that heat radiating down on you. That sun lamp is high in the sky for you. The other person that's sitting over there, they look over at the lamp. It's farther away. It's still 15 feet in the sky, but it's lower in the sky because it's farther away. They can barely feel the heat. That's their winter sun. Then they move the sun over. 
The other guy looks, it's lower in the sky for him. And the guy under it, it's high in the sky. It's close. It's directly over them. That's how seasons work. Seasons make zero sense on a globe. Zero. Did you know that during our northern summer, we're three and a half million miles farther away from the sun? In the no. helio nonsensical model, right? They don't even, they, this is the model that they want. Everything is reversed. They, they reverse everything. So here I'm in Connecticut. I watch the sunrise. I'm actually going fishing tomorrow morning. I'm going to watch the sunrise. And as soon as the sun appears over the water, I can feel the heat on my face immediately. I close my eyes. I can feel the heat on my face. And you got to remember, it's three and a half million miles farther away, according to heliocentrism, than it will be in December. Now, I remember that feeling. Now, that's the most severe tilt if we lived on a ball. It's right on the horizon. It's not, you know, not that 34 degree tilt. Then I could wait till December when the sun is out over Capricorn. I could wait until the highest point of the day where the sun's up in the sky, maybe 50 degrees off the horizon. It's three and a half million miles closer to me, a much more direct angle, and I can't even feel the heat when I look at it. Midday, okay? Destroyed. Ball destroyed. Flat Earth proven, period. And one thing, this is the Arctic in the middle. What's the sun doing? It's arcing around me, right? It's right. arcing around me. What if I'm out here in the Antarctic? It's not arcing around me. It's Antarcing. It's Antarcing away from me. Comes around. That's called an Antarc for the Antarctic, and it's arcing around me. If I was in the Arctic, though, they're showing us. It's right in our faces. They tell us. So are we in a dome-like thing, or, I mean... Are we in a dome-like thing? That's right, a good question. Yeah. <laughs> so so there's a lot of controversy. Um, I believe there's a dome. It makes a lot of sense. I believe that space is water. There's water above and water below. I'm not a Bible person, but if you look at the Bible, page one, God separated the waters from the waters and created the, the earth. And then on the day four, he made the sun and the moon and whatever. Um, everything that we see in the sky is within the earth system. What's out here? Maybe there's more puddles. Maybe. Maybe there's nothing. Couldn't tell you. We're not allowed to go there. So, so what are the stars? And you said there's no meteorites or anything like that. I mean, what well, am I looking at when I go outside? <laughs> You're seeing something very close. You're seeing an electrical discharge. The Earth is a is a is a um is a giant battery. It's a it's a free energy system. The sun is the cathode and the moon is the anode of the system. The salt water carries the current and the land is the salt bridge. It's a giant battery. The earth has a negative charge to it and the firmament, the dome has a positive charge. And when you see these electrical storms, they call them meteorites. How come Right. How come on uh, August, like the, the August 20th, there's the Perseus meteor shower, whatever it is, every year, same time, same place, right. same time, we have these meteor showers. How is that possible if we're corkscrewing through space? It's supposedly where a comet had gone by and we go through the comet tail and that's where the dust is. That's what they, that's what they tell us. We're four and a half billion miles away from where we were the previous year. How do what is that trail following us? Okay. This is, we are within a perfect yeah. system. The sky is a perfect clock, right? If you think about it, they tell us the sun is 400 times bigger than the moon and it's 400 times farther away. And that way, when the moon and the sun line up, they look like the same size, right? 
whatever. Right. I'm trying to make them line up. They look like the same size. So the chances of them lining up for a perfect eclipse is point zero 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 one hundred more zeros and maybe some more zeros to one that that's going to happen. But it happens all the time. It happens every year. And I guess what? After 18 years, it repeats. All of the eclipses repeat again and again and again. They're on an 18 year cycle. That's not a random beehive gravitational BS model. That is a sky clock, okay? Tropic of Capricorn, Tropic of Cancer, the sun and the moon, this isn't the scale and the speed, but the sun takes six months to go between the two tropics. The moon does it every two weeks. And only when they intersect at a nodal point is there an eclipse. But this is a perfectly geared box. And then when they meet, um, that's when an eclipse happens. Yeah, to me, that's like one of the most telling things. I think it's too weird that the sun is so much bigger than the moon, but they're both like in our sky and they're both and the same they size. repeat yeah. again and again and again. Okay. That's impossible. Impossible. Right. So there, so, so, um, there's another thing. This is an anti-cathera mechanism. Look it up. They found it off a uh, sunken off the coast of Greece, and it's a it's a thousand years old, two thousand years old. I forget how old they say it is. It's it's thousands of years old, and uh, they X-rayed it and micro and uh, and uh, MRI'd it, and they rebuilt it. And it's a model that predicts the phases of the moon, the the, the eclipses, and the position of the of some of the planets perfectly in a geared system. That's not a random beehive nonsense, you know, heliocentric BS model, I call it. Um, and there's a thing called the three body problem. You guys familiar with it? No. no. So <clears throat> science has a problem. That, so they created gravity and uh, they made, they said, well, space is actually 96% dark matter and dark energy. Uh, we can't see it. We can't detect it, but it has to be there for gravity to work. Therefore it's there. Okay. Or maybe the model that you made doesn't work and you're making up shit to uh, explain it. So you can take the world's best supercomputer and create a program and say, okay, I got a sun, it's got this much gravity and I've got a planet, it's got this much gravity and I'm gonna put them in an orbit and it works perfectly. It'll tell you where it's gonna be tomorrow. It's gonna tell you where it's be next week, next year, and in a thousand years, it works perfectly. Then you add one more body, either a moon or another planet and the entire thing goes into chaos mode. It never can predict what's going to happen next, and it never repeats. That's with three bodies. How many bodies are in our solar system? Do you know? I no. have no idea. You have all the planets and all the <laughs> moons around the planets yeah. and the sun yeah. and all stuff. I think there's like 60 friggin' bodies. Yeah. And then our and our galaxy, you know, there are 100 billion stars with, you know, they say that each one of them has a dozen planets around it, and then all of those planets have moons but nothing ever affects anything. How come when the, sun, when, those, the, when the moon comes around the earth towards the sun, the sun's gravity doesn't speed it up and rip it away, but you speed it up when it goes back around, how come it doesn't slow down? How come the sun doesn't tug on it? How come the sun can hold on to Mercury, Venus, Earth, Saturn, Jupiter, all of them, it can hold on to them, but it can't hold on to our moon, okay? It's because gravity is bullshit. How far away do you think the yeah? How far away do you think the sun is? Do you think it's more likely to be ninety-three million miles or ninety-three million inches? <laughs> ninety-three million miles. Ninety-three million miles. I, I, I think the sun. Now we don't know. 
<clears throat> NASA makes up, um, they made up a stupid equation and they use an assumption, right? How about, they, 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 they use the assumption that Venus is the same size as Earth. So when Venus um, transited the sun, people saw it start and stop at different times from different coasts. And therefore they can do some really good math and figure out that it's 93 million miles away. The problem with that is they made up Venus being the size of the Earth. I think Venus is the size of a small beach ball, right? But neither you can't prove it. You can't prove it. So it's right. nonsense. It's like me saying, hey, you've got a million dollars in the bank and I'm going to double it every day for three days. So tomorrow you'll have two million, the next day you have four million, the next day you have eight million. Guess what? You have eight million dollars in the bank. I just proved it with math. What's wrong with that equation? I made up a variable. I made up yeah. a variable. Here's one for you. Now, if you could look, you can look this up with, with, with sound and the sound makes it more, uh, um, it, it makes it more effective. That's a a it's called a bullet train or hypersonic sled on a track and it's going Mach 8.6. Watch it. Here it comes. Ready? Did you see it? <laughs> Barely. Yeah. Mach 8.6. Okay. Yeah. Guess what? The Earth in its orbit around the sun is going eight times faster than that, or maybe 10 times faster than that. Okay. In our orbit, right. we're going right. 10 times faster than this. And then we're chasing the sun at 80 times faster than that. And, and then, um, I don't know, Joe, do you have that picture of the little rocket we took it to the, to the moon and back? The one that looks like a science project, my sixth grade science project. Oh, the, 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 um, the, the, the lunar lander? Yes. <laughs> yeah, so, so in, in the app here, um, if you click the, the color wheel, the picture wheel, up come, <clears throat> up come great pictures, and here's the lunar lander. Oh, yeah, yeah. And if you zoom in on this, does this look like a rocket ship or does it look like <laughs> a fifth grader homeless tweaker shelter? Okay, <laughs> it's paper mache, it's tin foil, uh, it's nonsense, spray paint, cardboard, curtain rods. Look at this thing went to the friggin' moon. There's two guys in a car in here, okay? There's a car right. in there. Look at this, look at these little thrusters, these things, this is ridiculous, okay? But people believe it, look at this construction. Uh, that it's is ridiculous. unbelievable. It, exactly, unbelievable, and they've convinced you to trade in your common sense <laughs> for nonsense because they have a degree in bullshit and you don't, okay? Have you got the picture of Mars and Greenland together? Yeah, yeah, so, um, Mars and Greenland. That's a really good point because who signed off on that thing to go to outer space? Yeah, exactly. right. Who was like, you, yeah, that's hey, it. It's ready. It, it's airtight. <laughs> so could I put you in it and then and drop it in the ocean? Would you feel comfortable with that? Okay. So here is uh, um, a picture from Mars and you can tell it's the rover took it because it got a little selfie. Okay. It right. got a little selfie of itself. And here's a shot from Greenland. Same picture. Now a global will go, well, someone took the picture from Mars and added color and clouds to it. No, it's the other way around, moron, right? It's the same exact hill. Right. Yeah. Same exact <laughs> oh hill. My gosh. They're lying. They're lying about everything. <laughs> How about this? Werner von Braun, the rocket scientist that took over NASA, that started NASA, he's a, a German Nazi, um, he wrote a book in 1950s about a guy that took a whole bunch of people to Mars named Elon. I've heard, I heard that on the podcast. Today and on the left listening. is the book on the right is Elon's rocket. Yeah. And Elon tweeted a month or so ago, I want to redesign it, make it pointier. Okay. That's mockery. 
He's mocking us. It's right? not even creative. It, it's he's mocking us. It's unreal what they do. Um, there's 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 so many things. I, I um, actually bought. I actually got the app today, and it was. I actually got the other day. I like. I like the question mark. How you can look at the twenty one questions and watch yeah, videos so, about them. So again, I have the the challenge is um, every day the, for two bitcoins. Watch the featured video every day for two weeks. And then if you have a, if you think, think you have a proof, hit the question mark and up comes stuff like, Hey, what about gravity? Hey, what about eclipses? Like if I click, what about eclipses up comes a playlist of videos that YouTube won't serve you. These are hidden. You're not allowed to see these because you might figure out where you live and who you are, right? They don't want that. They want you remaining a happy little slave that's willing to work your life away and then die. Right. Um, if you hit the, 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 the web button, up comes all sorts of resources, resources, but right here in the middle, the lost history of flat earth. There is nobody in this world that can watch the first video alone in that. It's a long one. It's five hours. It's seven parts um, and not become a full on flat earther. Um, but what I tell people is this, watch the video, um, but it's in seven parts. Just watch one chapter and then turn it off. Don't watch the whole thing. You know what? Treat it like a, a television show. And the same thing happens every time they go, yeah, I was going to watch one chapter, but I ended up watching all five. I got to watch the whole thing again. Okay. I've watched it four times already. It's five hours, right? It will blow your mind. There's so much content in this app. It'll blow your mind. Bottom right, Tataria mud floods. Okay. Do you see what they're doing there? They're not building the transcontinental railroad. They're excavating it. We didn't build it this round. They were here before, before we got here. Oh, I, all of uh, your history is a lie. Wait, who put them there? <laughs> who the put them there? The previous, <clears throat> the previous realm when when Tataria was a worldwide civilization here in the 1800s and before, um, we were all united. But then some catastrophe happened. Some some uh, some uh, reset happened, and there was a worldwide uh, mud flood of some sort. Um, not sure on the time frame of how how it happened, but all of our history, the Wild West, a lie. All of the things, the gold mining rush, a lie. It's all lies. Everything about our history is lie. You watch, if you hit that Tataria button, bring food and water and make sure you have a couple of days off work um, because you're not going in after, after you click that. Um, what about well, the Challenger going up to space and everybody dying or, <laughs> I mean. You got glad you asked. <laughs> um, so we did a little, little research and we found, actually, I, I'm going to add that picture to the app. That's a good one to add. Um, we uh, looked up the, the Challenger, and that was called a trauma-based mind control event. Every kid had a television wheeled into their classrooms to watch it. They wanted to traumatize the kids. They wanted to kick the can down the road because they kept saying that they're going to have um, you know, civilians in space, hotels in space. But when we look, we found that six of the seven we found so far um, have – what they say is identical twins, same name, same birth date, same voice, same expressions, same dimples, everything is the same. This one right here, Judith Resnick, um, she's a, a professor, I believe, at Yale, and this is Judith as an astronaut. And we have a, a, her making a speech as an astronaut and her making a speech as a Yale professor. Same hand gestures, same everything, okay? but they claim to be the identical twin of the brothers. This guy, Dick Scobie, he had a company called something like Cows and Trees, and we found his website, 
And it's a cow in a field that takes off like a rocket, leaving a smoke trail trolling through the air, just like what we saw with the Challenger. So we started making videos about it. Bam, next day, website gone, guide gone, company gone, everything. It just disappeared, okay? Here's the funny thing. None of their siblings showed up at their brothers or sisters' funerals. None of them. Do you know why? Because yeah. they were alive. <laughs> they're, because they're not twins. They're just, they're, they're not twins. They, these are the people. They're all working for universities. Yale. They're, 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 and uh, they're, they're all over the place. Okay. But why would they coordinate such a massive lie like this? I mean, it's wow. blowing my mind that how many people are, are just, you know. Why, why the lie? <laughs> no, I don't know. Hide free energy, hide the creator, hide your spirituality, hide more land, hide more resources, scientific knowledge, hide what's in Antarctica, hide that you're at the center of the universe and that you are special, hide, hide that nobody has dominion over you. Hide that uh, who you are, that you're a creator, that nobody can take away your free will. They don't want you knowing that. They, wanna, they want you to give your free will away. They tell us what's going on. We're too stupid to say no. And so we say yes. All of the stuff that's going on in the world right now, um, all the control that the government has over you is in your imagination. It's nowhere else. What if everyone in the country right now was listening to this broadcast? I say, ignore the government. Done. That's it. Done. Ignore all of their bullshit and go live your life. It's over. They have no, we won't even hear them because they're too small. They're nothing, right? It's all a friggin' mind control trick. It's all a mind control trick. I know the more I listen, I mean, Jedi, even by watching these videos he's showing, it, it makes you think, if nothing else. Right. I mean, this is the most bizarre. Pardon my French mind fuck that I have. Yeah. Jedi, this this here's the thing. People say, I looked at it, you know, I heard a thing, it was really interesting. So I Googled Flat Earth, and you're gonna find not the guy we call not Professor Dave. They call him Professor Dave. He's at the top of the hits. Uh Simon Dan, who's just this snarky straw man guy that just he'll never talk to us live right and but the, he'll just say stupid things make arguments that we don't make claim we make things and he makes a new video every friday he gets you know he's got 400,000 500,000 subs out of nowhere these are shills these are just to dis, this is to weaken uh to grab the minds of weak people if you try to google if you try to search flutters you say all right i'm going to search 10 hours a day for the next two weeks, you're gonna find maybe two hours worth of good content because Google will not serve it to you. The app breaks that algorithm. You get everything. If you watch the featured video and then let the next one come up, the next one is another good video. They're all good videos because I've, I've rigged it so it bypasses the algorithm and it gives you all of the content. Go read the reviews. The reviews will turn you into a flat earther. It's available on uh, Apple. You need an iPhone 6 or higher. It works on iPad. And you need Android 8.0 or higher. Um, it does a ton of other stuff. And uh, check it out. So here's what you do. Just watch it every day, breakfast. Watch the daily video, right? If you want more, hit the little archive button next to it. All the videos for the last two and a half years are in there, okay? And then just start watching these. Turn off the TV. Hopefully you don't watch TV already. Um, and you will see uh, your whole world will open up. What does the shape of the earth matter? Nothing. It's the lie that matters. It's the lie on who you are, where you are, what you are, and the power of your thoughts. 
Everything you have in your life, you created with the way that you think. This world is a magical place and the bastards that are running it know how it works and they're taking that away from us. It, it's funny that you said that because I don't even put the TV on anymore unless it's cartoons. I listen to this stuff all day and it drives yeah. me crazy. We have a good conversation going here. We're talking about important stuff. And then like you go to work and someone says, hey, did you see The Bachelor? that's unbelievable the garbage all right but you still pay for cable right you still have right. it because right so here's here's what you do i got rid of cable years ago and my girlfriend she had the younger kids and uh she's like oh we did it the kids never miss it because you, if you want we, listen i'll watch a little thing i'm watching uh startup right now i like it it's just a, because i do this all the time it's like give me something right yeah. but you get like an apple tv or it's just a smart tv if you want to watch something you subscribe to what you'll find out is you're not going to subscribe to all of this crap you're going to go on you go hey i'm going to go to this youtube channel that has this good content on it and you're going to find stuff and you're going to watch quality stuff you're going to save hundreds of dollars a month or whatever and uh, you're going to be, you're going to just become a more aware, awake, why, a person. Right. Like I, I was got, reading. We this, got yeah. five minutes left. I yeah. got to run. Just real quick. We were reading, I was reading this magazine and the whole cover was about Kim Kardashian and stuff. And then like, oh my God. On, the, on like the second to last page is a little, there's a little blurb. Scientists think they can make us live to 150. It's like, why are we not all focusing on that and not right. the nonsense? Well, people so, used to live a lot longer. They're, you know, they're they're controlling how long we live. There's, there's blue zones in China, you know, and uh, all over the place where these people live to be like 130 and they don't start declining until they're over a hundred. Okay. And, and their, their medical bills are like nothing because they take turpentine or something, right? Not allowed to say you tell you to take turpentine because it's, you know, God bless Dr. Fauci. Um, the, oh, don't say that. <laughs> well, I have to say it to keep this to keep this show going. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. So, hey, uh, if we only have you for like four more minutes, let's just do a couple of rapid fire things. Shoot. Uh, if if you could have, if you could figure out, if there was an answer to one thing. What would you want? The moon or Antarctica? Oh, that's a good question. I think either one of them will expose the flat Earth. I'd flip a coin. Really? Is it that close? What about dinosaurs? Dinosaurs never existed. <laughs> I dinosaurs are, are a joke. Look, here's proof of a dinosaur right here. Okay, <laughs> right. That's like a planet. They're the dumbest things ever. Um, the guy that that came up with the idea of dinosaurs, like in all of the history, the pyramids all the way back, never anyone ever mentioned a dinosaur. Some guy in the 1800s, a royal guy, wrote a paper or a book about the idea of dinosaurs. Then a year later, to the day, he discovered the first dinosaur. <laughs> convenient okay. all right why can't you take a flight from where hayden lives in uh sydney to to santiago chile you can there is a direct flight but it doesn't go the route that you think the the flights um the they they totally lie about the flights if i can find it quickly and they're um, expensive right well, they're, they're expensive, but it, it's expensive for a reason because it's going a very long distance and they don't want you to realize uh, where it's going. So let me find it here. So, so if you want to go to Western Australia, it's worse than this route. From Santiago, they go all the way up here, all the way over to China, Japan, Singapore, and down. Why would they take this long route? And the answer is, here's the route, up, across China, Singapore, straight line. Western Australia. That's the route that they go. We've, we've had somebody take this who was a ball earther and he's like, I'm going to prove to you that the flight exists. We know the flight exists, but his compass had all the wrong readings, but it makes perfect sense on a flat earth, a, a total and perfect.
perfect sense. Um, there is also there's what what NASA is in charge of all international flight routes. NASA is in charge of radar. NASA is in charge of um, helium. Of you know they they own all the helium companies in the world, right? And the largest consumer of helium. But um, here's a here's a flight. Did I show you this already? I didn't. Mm -mm. Right? No. Taiwan to L.A. Taiwan to L.A. Uh, Hawaii is right here. There was a medical emergency right about here. Where would you land? Probably Hawaii, or maybe right. you go all the way over. I wouldn't go all the way back, but instead they went thousands of miles out of the way to Alaska. Why would they go to Alaska? The answer is, because here's the route. Taiwan, emergency, Alaska's right there. Hawaii's all the way out here, okay? None of it makes any sense on a ball. So there's been 16 emergency landings that have been documented and all of them are ridiculous on the ball. Like there's, I forget, we're going to Germany and then like an emergency happened and it landed in Moscow. Moscow was like a thousand miles out of the way, but you take any of those flights, you take the origin point and the destination point, you draw a straight line on a flat map and the place they landed is right on that straight line. Every single time. Emergency landings bust their lies. One more question, because this is a question people will, would want to know. Is there an edge? Is there an edge? Is there an edge to a lake? There's the edge of the uh, lake. Yeah. You can't fall off the lake. What's beyond Antarctica? I don't know. You know, I don't know. Is there an edge to infinite space in your heliocentric model? I don't know. We're not allowed to go there. So it's a question I can't answer. We could speculate on it. Um, I, I don't like to say that it's infinite. So I say it's, it's an extended plane. Here's how we put flat earth to bed and we cancel it and then we'll, then we'll wrap it up. They tell us Antarctica is 13,000 miles around, right? So we get two airplanes, we go here, we refuel and we get a bunch of teachers and flat earthers and professors and we put them on the plane. One flies about a thousand feet in the air and just follows the coastline around. The other one goes this way around. And so the observers are keeping the coastline in view the whole time. And you're, you can see how fast you're going because you're only 1,000 feet in the air. So you can say, all right, this is the normal speed, 500 miles an hour. Seven and a half hours later, both planes should meet over here, you know, 6,500 miles, um, or however long that takes. Uh, but it's never happened because it can't happen because that's not how the world is set up. Captain Cook was the last person to try to circumnavigate Antarctica. It took him three and a half years. And he went over 60,000 miles. You have to remember the equator is only 24,900 miles. And so... Antarctica should only be 13,000 miles because it gets smaller, but it doesn't. The earth is flat. It gets bigger. You can't circumnavigate Antarctica unless you travel this massive distance. End of story. Earth is flat. Deal with it. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I don't think this is the end of the rabbit hole for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no. You Listen, get, you got the app. Get that. Yeah. Find that video. Mirror it on a big channel, big, big TV, you know, Get a cup of hot choke cho cocoa and some popcorn, whatever. Watch it. Watch oh, that video, oh, oh. and the rabbit hole is going to get so deep, you're going to fall yeah. in, and you're never going to hit the bottom. Is the UN <laughs> logo um, the flat Earth map? You know, the, the UN logo is the flat Earth map, but every all the agencies that are in charge of running this world, um, they all have the same thing. They all have it. You got, uh, you know, the aviation organization, uh, a meteorological, they're all international maritime. They're all using the flat earth map and they all symbolize Antarctica with these feathers. It's insane. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. 
so, so uh, Dave, I'm, I'm on the Connecticut border. So one of these days I'll have to get down to the ginger man maybe and have a drink and talk oh, more you know, about it. I know it. I'm right there. You, you know, the ginger man. I, I actually met Baba Boo. I met Baba Bowie there for a drink. I don't know if you've had any success my talking neighbor. to Howard. Oh, really? He's my neighbor. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta get on to Howard and try to no, talk to where, him. Where do you live in New York? No, I'm in, uh, I'm on, I'm in Massachusetts. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did you come all the way down to the ginger man? <laughs> I would to talk about flat earth. Well, we, we, we do them. We do a meetup in Berlin, Connecticut. We did it a while ago, maybe after the summer, before the winter, we'll do another one, but you got to go to flat Toberfest in, uh, in, uh, in uh, February in South Carolina and you can find it on the app, but I got to run. I got a live show. I'm jumping on. So everyone, right. you can find me at the flat All the stuff is there. Check out the app, uh, the flat earth, sun, moon, and Zodiac clock app. And, uh, you too can lose the respect of your family and friends. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Dave. All right, guys. Thanks, see you. See ya. Thanks. Thanks, Dave. Bye. Bye. So what do you think of that with Dave? That was pretty interesting, huh? That was so yeah. good. So now that Dave's gone, we have a few questions to ask. We can uh, ask Hayden, who is... Dave's disciple. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> so we're gonna, we have some questions that we didn't ask him because we couldn't get around to it, but we're going to ask you, um, what's the go fast rocket? I think it was, it went up in Arizona. Um, I can't remember who sent it up, but yeah, it just went straight up super fast. Um, can't remember the exact speed, but it just went, and straight up uninter uninterrupted live feed all the way up, unlike NASA. And it was going really fast and then it hit something and you can actually listen to the audio and it, it sounds like going into water. And then it goes on its side and it can see the moon, which would have been on the other side of the world above Australia. And the horizon was flat in the video. So do they think it was like the dome? Yeah, that's well. That's the only explanation I can come up come up with. It. What do you think it was? I know, no, no, I, I did watch it. It did look like it. I don't know how to describe it. It was like you could tell it like hit something. It was just kind of sitting there. Yeah, it stopped <laughs> and just floated. Yeah, it was going like super fast. Have you ever done any tests? Any of the like any type of like tests you can do? No, I. Apart from looking at, as as far as I can see here, right, see like 130, 140 kilometers down the range, because it's just flat here, right. and then the range goes down. Um, but I want to do the um, testing the moonlight to see if it's cold and magnifying it to see if it gets hotter or just stays normal, because that right. was one in the Flat Earth clues. I um, Jedi. Jedi, what do you what do you have here still? Where do you stand right now on this? Are, are you moving over at all or no? Well, it, it's very weird because I read an article today about Stephen Hawking, and I guess uh, even though he passed away, he, he published some papers saying that the universe is a hologram. So I'm curious mm -hmm. as to how that, you know, goes along with the flat earth, the globe earth. I mean, what is that all about? Because it, it sounds like more, it's like a flat earth thing versus globe. Yeah, when, whenever someone talks about a hologram, they always say it's, they always make it in a flat environment. It's so hard to make it round. So it's easier to 
accommodate to a flat idea. I think, yeah, I think one of the things when you um, talk about flat earth, we don't understand like all the other things that come with it. Like the moon landing yeah, has yeah. to be fake. Say it again. Why does not, why does nine eleven have to be fake? If you believe the earth is flat, I don't understand that. It just comes along with the territory. When you take the red pill, like in the matrix and you wake up, you see all the lies. But, but some stuff but some stuff has to be true. <laughs> this is where I get lost. Yeah, yeah. You just get better at navigating what's narrative and what's not narrative. Because when I was listening to his Inside the Rabbit Hole, he would be like, okay, well, 9-11 is fake. Sandy Hook is fake. The Las Vegas shootings are fake. Like, what's real? Oh, wow. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> because it yeah, seems guess. like the flat earthers... It's not just the flat earth that they believe in. It's all the conspiracies along with it. A yeah. conspiracy within a conspiracy within a conspiracy. <laughs> so, yeah. it, it's, you it's, tend to be a lot more open to doubting the mainstream narrative. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. Yeah, th this is the part, Jedi, where I'm like, oh, I think it could be flat. I think it could be flat. And then, like, when I hear that, I'm like, come on. This is just <laughs> yeah, a bunch yeah. of conspiracy people. <laughs> I could rattle off a whole, a whole bunch of different proofs to explain more of what he didn't get to. But, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. What about the other thing I couldn't get to is what about the tides? So they say the moon makes pulls on the tides, but why isn't it, like, taking the water out of my pool and lakes and ponds. Yeah. So did you remember that bit where he was talking about the battery of the earth and the sun and moon with the cathode and the salt bridge? And yeah, I think that's got a lot to do with affecting the waters and them moving around, circling above the earth, disturbing the electrical. Sorry electrical yeah. nature of stuff but yeah i can explain gravity as well what yeah, that yeah. actually tell us about that because that's one of the main ones yeah so he he does a good example and there's lots of videos in his app and on the flat earth podcast group on facebook he um it's basically and i've seen um scientists nowadays that are, that are still globe is explaining it and it's basically, it's called incoherent dielectric acceleration because you're in the Earth's magnetic field and everything has an electric charge. You remember he mentioned the, the Earth has an, a negative charge to it and you always ground stuff to go down. When you ionize stuff in the air, like a dust ionizer, it all goes down. Do you know that? No. Well, yeah, that's one example. And then there's there's videos in the app where he gets a balloon or a little um, foil triangle and you put electrical energy into it. I think one's with the Van de Graaff generator and it just flies up. The balloon rises up and the little triangle thing just starts floating and flying around just simply by putting more electrical energy into it. Um, so Jedi, what do you think of those videos he was showing appeal from NASA? <laughs> those look, those are unbelievable. 
Right, but you know what? I I do believe that those were fake. I mean, I did. <laughs> <laughs> that's the strangest thing. I I was like so fascinated because you know, I mean, we all see YouTube and how people do movies and and um, green screens and all the errors that he was showing us in those pictures. I I just was blown away. I mean, because it is easy if you know how to do it. It's easy. To right. alter pictures and, and, and do you know that they think satellites are just like on weather balloons they don't obviously well, they don't believe in space they just think it's weather balloons what's up with that hayden yeah so like when you go out in the southern areas um when you go on ships or planes they don't track you that's just one obvious observation they go into estimated mode so if there was satellites you'd be able to track them anyway but yeah <laughs> yeah it's very simple so the the satellites are just stationary they're not moving or are they moving the the satellites <laughs> <laughs> yes the satellites that's, that's what dave calls them yeah oh, i'm funny. not exactly sure what they're capable of but yeah that's i guess how they get a lot of their information and whatnot around the earth they've got heaps of them and they're like really huge apparently um tell us about that thing you uh, about the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Yeah, the um, the all the astronauts have the was it the first three that went to the first, the moon or I don't know how many, but yeah, they have their yeah. star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Right. So <laughs> you think you think, <laughs> that that cracks me up. That it, it just yeah, seems it, like it beats two like too many people involved to make this lie. Like, don't you think that there would be an astronaut on his deathbed that would say, Hey, I just got to tell you guys the earth is really round or no. Yeah. I think someone would. And if you look at, uh, Werner von Braun, the guy who created NASA on his gravestone is Psalm 19 one. And that says in the Bible, Psalm 19 one, it says, um, the for the heavens show i can't remember exactly what it is but it's like the heaven the heavens showeth his his handiwork or something like that and the the heavens declare the glory of god and the firmament show us his handiwork that's what it was wow and i i did think it was interesting because i i when dave talked about how everyone a hundred years ago thought it was flat and it's like completely gone the other way. Now it's like almost a hundred. Well, I think they said it was 98%, but I'm sure it's a lot less. And it's only going to get higher for the flat earth people because. Yeah, if you're rising. Well, if you're a flat earther, you're never going back to a globe. And if you're a baller, like they're going to keep moving over like slowly, slowly to being a flat yeah. earther. Just because the yeah. evidence is so like compelling. It makes but sense. The other thing that's fascinating about that um, Nazi German scientist that you brought up is that uh, he had a uh, consulting job with Walt Disney oh, yeah, in yeah. 1955, the and they landed on the moon in 1960s. So yeah. I could see where the movie connection that was there to mm -hmm. fake this whole landing on the moon thing. And so yep. I just was like, hmm. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Going yep. along with all those pictures. 
And, and another I thing sent, about the... Oh, sorry. I sent you a good photo, Todd, of the, all the, like, the actor and the director and the NASA guy all yeah. walking together near Hollywood. <laughs> does make you think and then every time i listen to something i'm like that's true that's true i mean the moon is supposedly like a big pile of like dirt and dust but you could yeah. like sit on a park bench and read the newspaper under it that makes yeah. zero sense to me yeah yeah and when you see the video of the the moon landing how it's dull it's not bright at all right yeah and, and the other thing is if you were an astronaut and you're on the moon I've listened to all everything they say and stuff, but like, wouldn't you look back at earth and be like, Holy shit, look at, this is amazing. They don't do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like take videos or whatever. Yeah. And then just, you got to watch the video. You got to watch the interview of when they came back from the moon. Have you watched that, that yet? Is, no, you told me. Astronomy play into it's, it. It's that... so bad. It looks so guilty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so bad. What'd you say, Jedi? I said, how does astronomy play into all of this? I mean, is that fake? Yeah. yeah. So what you're saying about what am I looking at in the sky? Right. In the Bible, there's the, um, he set the stars in the firmament and they're just rotating around and they look electromagnetic. So that makes a lot more sense with the astrology rather than like how can a rock 50 million miles away affect my life? If it's electromagnetic, just right here in the earth system it makes more sense and if stephen hawkins is saying that it's a hologram that's there's definitely different levels of a hologram right yeah 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 it, a hologram of... is basically layers and layers and layers <laughs> uh, jedi what do you think about um how close they think the sun is yeah, I, I don't understand why my tan is not darker. <laughs> you know? I mean, that, that, I don't know, yeah. it, it's weird. So I, I, I can't grasp my head around that. <laughs> I, I mean, it's pretty small, I guess, compared to the, uh, the heliocentric model. I think maybe, is it like three miles wide or three miles wide or something like that? like 50 miles high or something but you guys are saying it's it's close right it, it's like within the dome rotating yeah. around it's not outside yeah. in the universe it's within the dome so yeah. i i mean why aren't we burning up or why why isn't very small lot up? right <laughs> yeah because they, they don't think it's a sun they think it's like a projector or something that yes yeah. oh like a spotlight yes yeah Dave, uh, he has a good example. I want to see if I can get a video from him. He got a parabolic mirror and then shot a, shone a light and then it like created like a mini sun just, just from this massive parabolic mirror that's obviously powerful. That, um, that flat earth sun and moon clock is an amazing app. Do you have that, Hayden? Yeah. I, yeah, I know. Every day, Jedi. I know you're not going to allow anything on your phone that might track you, but <laughs> take our word for it. It's uh, pretty cool. So, um, yeah. So, I think we should wrap this up. But do you have anything else for Hayden? No. <laughs> I, I'm just, I'm just like processing everything right now. 
But I, yeah. I do think I do think anyone that's listening should take take an hour or something and research a little bit of flat Earth. It's a fun rabbit hole, and it's, and you should you yeah you should check things out for yourself and let instead of letting people tell you everything. Um, I'm definitely questioning things now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, definitely so, look at what stars and planets actually look like, and definitely check out the sunset. Um, 4K sunset fade out on Dave Weiss's podcast, um, yeah. the Facebook podcast page, and it's on his app, I think, as well. So, where do you think the sun goes? So, I'll just give a quick explanation of perspective. You know, when everything goes away from you, it just gets smaller and goes and converges on the horizon. Basically, that's what the sun is doing. It's going it's getting smaller and converging towards the horizon and your perspective looks like it's going down because that's what perspective does but it's just going straight flat across the plane around and when you watch um the video of the 4k sun fade out it just it doesn't keep rotating down it just fades away behind the clouds as if it's going away like lights through a fog. It's Jedi, it's just that we, we've lived like over 40 years and just to be told all this information like right at once. It's <laughs> Maybe so, you've it's all... been, you know, alive for 40 years. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's definitely like, shell. it's a shell shocking thing. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's almost like, you know, the time when I found out Santa wasn't real. So, <laughs> I mean, it's I like I said, this was never on my radar until we started talking about it. I know. Yeah, luckily, I had a family member introduce it to me. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I think that's about it. Anything else you want to tell us, Hayden? Um, there's so many different things we could talk about, but just the once you do realize it it affects you and instead of living in that environment of um hostile environment it puts you in a really friendly environment and then it allows for growth and opportunity and hope and love and if you talk to any flat earther their life is better they feel happier and even i noticed myself like your manifestation powers and your clarity and your confidence in yourself has dramatically increased. Like I would never even consider doing this a couple of months ago. <laughs> oh, I'm glad that you're here. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. cool. And the day I thought about, yes, I could talk about flat earth. Yeah. You texted me that same day. <laughs> I was like, that's, a cons- that's a conspiracy right there. <laughs> All right. So um, I failed to mention our um, social medias on the intro. So I'll say them now. Check us out on Two Conspiracies and Beyond on most platforms Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Check us out on clovercrestmedia.com. Send us an email to Two Conspiracies and Beyond at gmail.com. Thanks for joining us, Hayden and Jedi. You want to send us off? Thank you yeah, so no, much again for listening in and um the end is here once again bye marks <laughs>